Hey there, action fans. Welcome back to Athan in Action. I'm your host, Athan Bowden, joined here by Peter. Today we're going to cover The Great Man, directed by the Russo Brothers. Second unit directors are Spiro Rasatos and James Young. Fun fact, that is the exact same team from Civil War. It seems like the whole crew from Civil War is back in this one. Mm. Mm. So we got a lot to cover. Uh, I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, the first scene we're going to break down and review is the Bangkok opening. Can't wait to hear your uh, little plot descriptions on these. The, the setup. Ryan Gosling stars as Sierra Six, a CIA killer with a heart of gold and a face of an angel. He receives a short notice assignment in Bangkok to murder a fellow agent. A cute little boy gets in the way of his target, so he decides to go loud and cause a ruckus. <laughs> I gotta ask you, like, is there a Hollywood thing with the number six? <laughs> is there? Is there? What's the other Hollywood thing? Well, who well, else? The only six? other thing I can think of right now is like Underground Six, but it's like okay, who else? Is six like a sexy number? No, I think seven is more of a sexy number. Not with the Brad Pitt movie, but yeah. It's not, well, I, I mean, wouldn't say it's sexy. Double O Seven. Okay. Okay. Well, 006 was the bad guy in Goldeneye. That's true. That's true. Okay. Do you have any other examples for <laughs> no, six being no, sexy? I, I just thought of it now, so I was trying to like think of other things, but I can't. Well, I'm glad you brought up Six Underground because that's <laughs> essentially like a mirror, or not a mirror, but it's like a good pairing with this movie, right? Yeah. It, it's another Netflix action movie. Another Netflix action. Movie. Not to mention Michael Bay, and uh, we, well, we didn't review it, but I love Ambulance. Like I talk about it quite a bit. Yeah. Did you well, have you watched it yet? In your personal life. Have you no, watched it? I've not yet? seen it. You haven't I've watched it yet? It. No. This is a shame. Because there, I feel like there's a lot of things lifted from there here. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's just the drone thing. I don't know how if it's a coincidence. It might It might oh, just so be a coincidence. Yeah, because I, yeah, I was going to talk about it. Because all drone the drone stuff. stuff is from Ambulance. That's what they did to, like, be cool again. <laughs> Innovative. <laughs> well, that that's the thing. Every time you watch, like, a review about, like, the Ambulance, he's like, Michael Bay knows how to use a drone now. <laughs> That's like the thing, right? And yeah. after watching that, watching this, I'm like, oh, they're doing ambulance. That's cool. Coincidence? I don't know. Probably, probably. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think the Russo's ripped it up, but it's just a really funny coincidence. Um, yeah. What did you think of this actual sequence, though? Did it? Were you a fan of the CGI ness of the color palette? No. Are you, are you one of the, Are you one of those complainers? I, I I'm not gonna complain about it, but it it did take me out of it because it felt very fake felt very green screeny um and yeah they just like a lot of these scenes like they they really cover up with smoke a lot like at least three scenes are like like either red smoke or like fog or like you know dawn <laughs> fog it essentially down. has like the same color palette as i know um what's that movie um same red notice oh <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get through that. <laughs> I, I, I still I have even, not been able to get through it. Didn't even try that movie, but I feel like uh, the, those movies are like in the same universe, just by the color palette alone. The name. Maybe that's like a Netflix thing. And they're like, "Hey, put fog in your movies," <laughs> or just the color palette. It's like it's got that digital, low contrast, faded outlook mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna complain because I, um, full disclosure, I generally enjoyed this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I think like it's I, a fun ride. I might do some nitpicks or whatever, but overall, 
I really, I enjoy that movie. Yeah, I'm in the camp of shut up and enjoy it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yeah. complaining. Yeah, it's it it harkens back. I feel there's a little bit of a throwback to like a '90s action movie. It is in a way. Yeah. It definitely is, and um, in a way, we're a little bit spoiled. Well, not spoiled, but we are treated properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do that because we're kind of uh, what's the opposite of unspoiled, <laughs> or what's the opposite of spoiled. Treated poorly <laughs> with what's going on in uh, in general movies and action nowadays, right? It, it's very difficult to have a high budget action movie. Like it's rare. Yeah, like, this is a two hundred million dollar yeah, movie, man. Million. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that they two hundred million. Because generally, there, there's like aspects of it is like expendables. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if you were to make even the first John Wick was only like fifty million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, low budget. <laughs> Super low budget. Yeah. So and this first sequence, like I got a lot of like John Wick vibes, like that mixed in with the Skyfall kind of neon lighting with with what they were trying to do. So at first, I was like, uh, I, I this first sequence kind of like did not wow me. So I, I was getting going into it a little skeptical and like seeing what they want to do, and it didn't really blow me away or anything. Um, it got better as it got along, but you know. Uh, Interesting take for the the first scene. I think what it did uh, well was it set the tone for the movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is don't take it too seriously. Yeah, definitely. And like how, how he calmly grabs a chopstick and kills like eight dudes walking. <laughs> With the chopstick, yeah. Silently. I was a bit, not thrown off, but I don't know how to, <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about it, but the way Gosling plays it is very deadpan. He's very deadpan and just like a lot of his performances. Do you, do you find that? Yeah, but in this one, I found he, he was almost borderline naked gun deadpan. <laughs> like comedic deadpan. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's very Leslie Nielsen in his delivery. Yeah, of his very yeah. Leslie Nielsen. Because he's got a lot of one-liners. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, um, yeah, <laughs> that same tone that he has. Yeah, and I don't know what happened because I tried to pinpoint when he started talking like that because he doesn't. He didn't talk like that at the beginning of his career. He talked like a regular Canadian person. Uh, even Sean Fennessy pointed out how he said, Ryan Gosling talks like he's from the streets of New York. <laughs> like, and he's not. He's from London, Ontario. Maybe he's trying to do like, like his tough guy. Kind of thing. Well, I kind of backtrack. Uh, I, I went through his filmography. It was uh, Blue Valentine is when he started that. Hey, man, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I can handle that. I'm Ryan Gosling. I got this voice. You want to get out of here? That's when he started talking like that. Interesting. Yeah, and then it goes into like crazy stupid love, uh, where he does that a lot here. He's like, yeah, let's get out of here. Drive. He talks normal, um, and then pretty much all the way from there, like nice guys. He talks like this. Oh, you sure that? Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it really leans Lloyd. That's true. Yeah. That's like his voice now, and he talks like that in interviews too, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> he became that character. Yeah. My takeaway from this scene was actually um, Anna de Armas really carries herself well in action. I feel like her movements and uh, I feel like she's very graceful in her movements. So it, it uh, really sells the believability of her like badassness. Yeah, she, it's, it's basically like her character from No Time to Die Part 2. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Just yeah. like Chris Evans' uh, <laughs> Knives Out character, Part 2, carried yeah, over onto this. Carried over. <laughs> yeah, so... I feel like, feel like if she wants it, she could really be the next like action superheroine. I think she does have a few movies lined up. 
in that genre. In the action. I think, wasn't it like a John Wick spinoff starring her? Yes, yeah. Ballerina. She's yeah. supposed to be the star. Yeah. I, I think there's that, then a John Wick spinoff or something like that. Or yeah. the same universe. And it's good for her because like, she's got like a lot of other roles in the It's like she's doing like different genres. Yeah, she's playing Marilyn Monroe for, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird with the accent. <laughs> it, you, she, you can tell she's like really trying to hide it, but then it slips out at the tail end of sentences. How do you feel about the look, though? Do you, do you think she nails the look at all? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Now, I know the rewatchable is talking about that guy, but this guy is totally a that guy. The guy, his target in this scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a Marvel that guy because <laughs> you've seen him so much. Yeah, he's... What, uh, have you, what else have you seen him in? Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah. Well, KGB yeah, Beast. <laughs> his name is uh, Callan Murphy. He's, he's very European. <laughs> he's from New Zealand. He's a Maori guy, a oh, Maori descent. Awesome. So he can play. He can play an Asian guy. <laughs> can play European a, guy, apparently. A, a Thai guy, a Middle Eastern guy. I believe him as a French or a Croatian yeah. guy. Yeah, the word of soul. He has like an American accent in this one, like purely American. What? So does he? So he does he sound like a New Zealander? In I believe so. Life? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so because in Batman v Superman, he's got like a Russian accent. Mm. I kill her. Dude's super talented. Then I can really believe him in every single he's nationality. Huge. He's really big. And I was actually surprised by how... Scary face, too. Intimidating. Like, him and Gosling are pretty close in size, which is pretty impressive because he's a big guy, that guy. Callan Murphy, he's like Ben Affleck size. Hmm. Which means Gosling's freaking huge. How tall is Gosling? Six feet. He, like, carries himself he, he's bigger. Pretty, he's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't really... Because always, I always remember Breaker High when he was like a scrawny kid. Right? Breaker High. Oh, my God. Great movie. Show. Great show. <laughs> Remember him from uh, Remember the Titans? He's like, just yeah, the, he was good. One of the other guys on the team. <laughs> and back to the scene here. Uh, so it leads up to like a mini boss fight in the fireworks, which I thought was pretty creative. Yeah, creative in the fireworks. Yeah, very CGI though. That took it me is. out of it, but yeah. but I was okay. I wasn't gonna complain. Um, uh, a movie that I'm gonna keep referencing throughout this review is Eraser, because I feel like this movie With is Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's like the same tone as Eraser, even with some similar sequences where it's so over the top, so like fake stuff, like don't take it too seriously, just have fun. Uh, but I did like uh, the little uh, touches that the choreographer James Young put in, such as the fireworks of the face. Oh, yeah, that, that was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did I feel this like thing. should have ripped his skull off. <laughs> yeah, it's um, tone is a very touchy thing, right? Because they're trying to make like a comedic light action movie, but every now and then there's like brutal moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's like. Some really intense sequences where it felt like Winter Soldier, where it was like pretty intense. Yeah. And then yeah, it, it then it kicks into like they, he has like quips. Yeah. Now I don't get how like there are I I listened or watched in some YouTube reviews where they rip this movie apart uh, for the action. They said the action is like terrible. It's nothing compared to Winter Soldier. It's like I think it's way better than the Winter Soldier. Personally, I wouldn't say that. I think it's way better. <laughs> I don't like, agree with that. The way it's shot, the Winter Soldier is so poorly edited. It's pretty bad. <laughs> improved a bit, but like I feel the Winter Soldier choreography was more intricate and more interesting than what. Sure, okay, I'll give you that. But it's like so poorly edited, <laughs> so that, jarring. Yeah, because yeah, that they're they're very um they didn't nail down the editing of it and the the way yeah. it was shot yet because it it was very chaotic and too yeah, close, too much, too yeah. much, too ten- too tight. I would say the choreography is the same level. On this one, like it's the same style. Very it's, same. Similar it's essentially style. SPL. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I know they undercrank the action scenes in S, um, in Winter Soldier where they shot at twenty two frames per second, a, lo- a lower frame rate. 
Um, I don't know for sure, but I don't. I'm gonna take an educated guess on the way they shot the fight scenes in this movie. I'm gonna guess, totally wild guess here. I'm guessing they shot it at a higher frame rate. That way, it gives us the option to just speed up certain moves. Because you notice sometimes when they have this long choreography, like long shot, where all of a sudden a punch is like super fast, mm-hmm. or a super fast knee, it's like this one rhythm. Also, I'm like, you can't really do that at 22 frames per second. Because when you're in 22 frames, you're locked in. Okay. You can't adjust it. Whereas this one, every every like other punch, I do that. That's why I'm asking. That's why I'm <laughs> wondering. Because I do that in my movies. So if you notice, like in certain moves, like there's like this knee is faster, this kick is faster. Oh, that's a secret. You can only do that if you shoot at a higher frame rate. Because that way you have the option to speed certain punches and kicks. So that's my educated guess. Okay. Uh, out of 10 or anything else you want to drop in about this? No, I'm good. What do you rate it? I give it an 8. Gave it an eight. Okay. I gave it an eight because I really like the that guy, Callum Murphy. <laughs> and I, I although I'm a bit confused, but I did ultimately enjoy the Leslie Nielsen vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a solid eight out of ten. I give it a seven. Uh, you know, good at establishing characters and everything. Uh, but you know, there's more to come. All right. Next thing we're gonna break down is the plane escape. The setup for this one. It's revealed that CIA official Danny Carmichael is the mastermind behind the plot machinations. He hires psychopath Lloyd to take Six out. Lloyd confronts Fitz... Fitzy? What's his name? Billy Bob Thornton's character? Uh, yeah, Fitzy. Yeah. Fitzy! Six's former mentor and kidnaps his niece, Claire. Forcing Fitzy to uh, order his old men to kill Six in the plane. Does not go well. <laughs> And this is where I say it, it, it's Eraser. Yeah. Because <laughs> Eraser almost has like a very, almost the exact same scene. A lot of movies have the scene nowadays. Like, the mummy. <laughs> and yeah. this kind of scene. Uncharted. Like, yeah, it's it's like a, just an action movie. All movies. Staple now. All movies. <laughs> Two. You gotta fa- fly out of a plane or fall out of a plane Every without a parachute. Every single movie. Yeah. No one's done it as well as Point Break. Black but, Widow. Uh, <laughs> Or uh, Moonraker. I'd say Moonraker was the best at doing that because they were actually out there. <laughs> Freaking cool. Point Break, dude. Swayze. That's him really jumping. Well, it's out. the same team. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's the same parachuter guy. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. For both movies, Point Break and uh, Moonraker. Yep. Um, didn't really care for the scene. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I didn't like it. It's, uh, <laughs> as much as I like uh, Gosling's deadpan delivery and the action, it's almost like he's like invincible. Like, he's on God mode most of this movie. Yeah, this one, you really felt the God mode stuff because he was invulnerable to everything. Yeah. And, um, like, he knew things were coming. With, I don't know how he would have known that, that they were that ready to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he pretends to sleep. With the fire extinguisher in his arms. Does he just <laughs> hug fire extinguishers every night? Like... It is pretty funny, though. <laughs> it is pretty funny. I'm just going to jump to my... I don't have much to say about this scene. Yeah. Um, I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Uh, partly because of his delivery. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a six. Um, the only thing I just want to say is like, I did like the, the slowness of the plane breaking apart. Like that, that was kind of cool. Um, Cause it usually just happens like, and then everything just explodes. But this one, there was like a, a slowness to it. So it was like mm-hmm. building up to like certain sequences. So I like that little aspect of it. Die another day. They have a scene like this too. Hmm. Die another day. Uh, the most over the top movie ever. 
Um, so next movie, our next scene, uh, the Vienna banger. Set up for this one. Six heads for Vienna to get some new documents. His contact betrays him, traps him in a well, and uh, calls Lloyd. Lloyd and his team arrive thinking they trapped Six, but really, they are trapped with him. <laughs> so I don't really understand how he MacGyvered his way out of this. Like, why were all the things, perfect things, in that well to just make a bomb? Maybe I wasn't paying attention that much to like every single little thing that he used, but I don't really understand how he built a bomb in there. I didn't notice. <laughs> I, I actually watched this movie like four times, <laughs> and I still don't really know. Yeah, I don't really know how things were down there or why they were down there and uh, how he actually built that thing. All right, let me ask you this. Did, did you watch this movie in one sitting? I did watch it in one sitting, and then for the I rewatched okay. it, but that was more. I have not. I I was watching in pieces. Oh really? I think the Russos know that this is a like they embrace it as a Netflix movie. Like they assume people will are just gonna drop in and out. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's why it almost has like the same template as uh, Winter Soldier, where there's like set piece, set piece, set piece, chapters. Yeah, and it makes sense because yeah, and I, I always I don't know why I skipped this because this scene's actually really good. Like it's short. <laughs> But, like, the little hand-to-hand stuff is, like, masterful. Arguably, probably top two scenes in the movie, I would say. I get it, yeah. The uh, the way he used the one guy as a human shield, mm-hmm. like, it was shot perfectly. Because you could see him move the guy to, like, block specific, like, bullets coming yeah. at him. So, yeah, it was shot well, and the, the actual choreography was really amazing through that tight corridor. And just, like, those two meeting for the first time. Yeah. Really cool. Lloyd. That's the reason this gets any points for me is like I love the banter. You know? Like I just wanted a whole sequence of them just bantering back and forth, and uh, I think I actually read that I think it was this sequence where they're improvising most of their lines to like just you know as their first meeting to like see what they can do. There's one up each other mm-hmm. on like being on the funny scale. <laughs> so yeah, really, I also like really love that the way he runs. There's something about the way he runs. Gosling. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is going to be a weird reference because it's a pretty bad movie, but it reminded me of Gemini Man. But you remember how I talked about Gemini Man? I said how, like, the, the shameful part was that there was actually a gem. Like, the action could have been good. It was just weird with the speed and the graphics, whatever they did. Yeah. I felt like it had Gemini Man been good, it would have been, like, this mini sequence here. Mm-hmm. Like, that little run he does reminded me of, like, Gemini Man. But is it, it right when he drops the grenade yeah. and they're running out of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, and, or even before, because he runs up to the guys and, yeah. like, tangles with them. And then when he runs out, yeah. just the way they ran, I was like, whoa, that's, like, pretty cool. <laughs> that's what Gemini Man could have been. You know what I mean? Like, a, just real cool YouTube videos, just getting all these movie characters to run like a hundred meter dash with each other and doing it all in their style. It's <laughs> so hilarious. I put T1000 in that race and I want him to win. What for running? Yeah. Just the running style. Who's fastest. Why Tom Cruise, <laughs> the human versus a robot. Yeah. Tom Cruise would win. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up we have, Oh wait, did we score? Did we, uh, rate? This oh yeah, one? we didn't rate it. Yeah. Um, I actually gave it a nine Oh, because uh, I feel like even though it's really short, I, I feel like the sequence is perfect. Yeah. I gave oh. it a 7.5. I, I like the little corridor sequence and all the banter stuff. So, All right. Uh, next up we have the Prague attack. What are we shouting? Prague, Czechoslovakia. 
Where is Prague? In the uh, Czech Republic. Okay. Right. Wait, is it? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I asked. Uh, someone correct me. It's funny because I, I just saw Keanu Reeves uh, show up at Comic-Con with uh, Chad Stahelski. And Chad's like, oh, we're at all these countries. We're in Berlin. And Keanu's like, you mean Germany? <laughs> and Chad's like, hey, man, I went to American high school, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> all right. Uh, next time, uh, Prague Attack. Let's sign up for this one. Six is saved by Danny Miranda and uh, head to Prague for some for an exposition scene with a lady. Um, the two are attacked and said character sacrifice herself. Uh, Six and Danny uh, must make their escape. This leads to a big, big action scene. Big action. Yeah. I, I don't really know what this scene was about, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> they're trying to kill him and they're sending in they're all like the, the troops. The lady. Oh. Who is she? <laughs> She's a CIA agent who can maybe get them out of there. All right. She's like a Billy Bob's uh, like partner. All right. So in a way, this is a bit of like the climax. This is like the end of the act two climax. The big set pieces, mm-hmm. giant set piece. Yep. Where Ryan Gosling or Six is uh, more invincible than ever. <laughs> I don't know why, but I kept flashing back to the sequence where we're, they take over the White House in the White House down. White House down. <laughs> Gerard Ew. Butler. Wait, Ew. Is that White House down? <laughs> no. No. The other one with Gerard Butler. Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Just the, the much better movie. Yeah, that the, the, just them taking down the like the with the shootout and all the collateral damage and everything. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was reminded more of like the Winter Soldier, the Samuel Jackson escape sequence. Yeah, a little bit. The yeah, once, once you get to the car, the trolley sequence. Yeah. Trolley. Trolley. Train. Train. Trolley. Because it's like a, on the street, so it's a trolley. Is it like a streetcar then? You call it like you know light rail thing okay <laughs> whatever kitchener calls it but yeah it reminded me of winter soldier and also a little bit of um also the winter soldier with the highway part yeah yeah because he even has a sequence where he grabs a shield and he's like blocking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's handcuffed i love how lloyd even points out how ridiculous this is how hard can it be to kill a man handcuffed to a chair <laughs> And they're surrounding him. There's like literally on every yeah. angle. Yeah, yeah. But they always attack him from that one side. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I, there's a really good like comedic beats here, right? Like, mm. you know, I shoot that he goes to shoot the handcuff. He's like, mm. does okay. that face? Yeah, I like that. Like, he actually ran out of bullets. Yeah. Heroes don't run out of bullets. I also like the um, it's, it's a little like, corporate synergy with Gosling getting to uh, promote his next movie because like. Uh, Lloyd calls him like a Kendall. Someone kill that Kendall, please. Mm. Like, hey, that's his next movie. <laughs> yeah. You mean Simi Lu, Kendall, Asian Kendall? <laughs> Is that who he's playing? Well, he's in the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, my main, the main scene, the main sequence I like was uh, when he was on the top of the train. And how he was looking at his reflection to shoot the guy. Okay, that that part was cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was like an uncharted moment. Yeah, actually, I like. It's actually kind of done throughout most of the movie. It's more noticeable. And this is like, they do a lot of like um establishing shots as where like weapons land or where weapons are located. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like the little things, the attention to detail in the actual action itself, that really sells the storytelling aspects of like how Gosling even gets like a gun or whatever to like get out of that situation. Cause there's a lot of like in worse action movies where it's almost like a deus ex 
machina where like they just randomly grab a gun or re- grab a weapon to save themselves at the last second. So this movie had a lot of that great attention to detail in action. It has a lot of like the John McTiernan style of directing where mm-hmm. he essentially paints the canvas on what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't do it with an establishing shot, right? He establishes it with like people and uh, geography direction, like where like eye lines, mm-hmm. eye lines. Yeah. And I don't, believe, I don't think they actually cross the 180 degree line at any point in this movie. That's good. Maybe once or twice, but I, I don't believe so. I've seen it like four times and it's all very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we got to talk about the CGI run off the train. Yeah, that you, yeah. So I, I did like that roof sequence that you talked about, where he shot the guy through the reflection. But as soon as he got on the roof, I, I hated everything <laughs> after it came out because it felt like Fast and the Furious bad, like oh, Fast that's... Nine bad, where it was like so over the top. Like yeah. if if you watch Drive and you're complaining the whole time, here's what you get. <laughs> this is what you wanted. And uh, yeah, it was not good. Yeah, I was okay. With it. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like I it, but so I was okay with it. I like, like I said, I, I accepted this as just a dumb, fun movie, yeah. but slightly smarter than Fast Nine. <laughs> not by much, <laughs> but it, it, I just had a Most good time with it. <laughs> I expected like a one-liner as soon as he kind of landed and that train like just flew over his head. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what it's come down to, right? You can't do a sequence like Money Train, where it was like practical effects when they jump off, or even um, The Fugitive. Can't do that anymore. It's all going to be like CGI. Unless you're Christopher Nolan, you get that budget, right? Or Michael Bay, but apparently Michael Bay's struggling nowadays. Um, but isn't it lower budget means you can do that? Or like you have to find no. ways to do it? No. I don't know. No, you don't know. <laughs> you need money to do things like that. <laughs> That's no, why they like the practical stuff. Like that's what they did back in the day. They didn't have these giant budgets. They, they had to, did. Like... They had more funding back then. Mm-hmm. If you actually look at, uh, if just do it on like a regular day. Like if you actually look at the funding of movies, action movies back then versus now, they had way more back then than now. It's pretty nuts. Okay. <laughs> it's because all the funding, because how studios work, right? They always they always bank on their tentpole movies, and normally they have these like throwaway movies that they're gonna lose money on, but it's okay. They're gonna make back on their tentpole movies. You know what their ten pole movies are? Superhero movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's All why right. they take away pieces of the pie, and that's why we get CGI stuff. But it doesn't make sense for them to do it in this because they have a two hundred million dollar budget. Unless they spend it all on like Gosling and Evans. Wow, why wouldn't you? Because that could be that could be <laughs> that's it. That's how you're well, selling right? your movie. That could be it as well. Uh, how do you want to rate this one? Uh, I gave this one an eight. I did like everything up until the part where it got CGI'd the hell out of. But yeah, yeah, I gave it a seven. A seven. It's big, dumb. Some parts I didn't care for, but overall, not complaining. Enjoyed it. It's we're lucky to even get a movie like this. <laughs> That's what I gotta keep saying. We're lucky, just lucky. Can't wait for Extraction Two. Just lucky. Um, next up, we have the uh, the three-way fight. The lone wolf attack. Lone wolf. Six and Miranda travel to the hospital for an exposition scene. A brown guy attacks them. <laughs> That's it. The noosh. <laughs> the noosh. The noosh. How do you how do you feel about him? Uh, I thought he carried himself very well. I I know really nothing about him. Um, I don't like, know. If, is, is he one of the guys in that RRR movie everyone's talking about? I don't know. I don't know if he is, but well, I don't. I don't want to be a racist, but I'm assuming he's a big 
Bollywood star? Yeah, he is. <laughs> is he? He apparently won like their their version of the best Oscar. Or you know, I'm just like, the second you see that. like a brown guy in a movie, you're like, he must be big in Bollywood. <laughs> well, like, he... like you said about that guy in Extraction. <laughs> we still don't know, but you're like, yeah, he must be big in Bollywood. Yeah, he must be big. He must, be... He must be big. A little racist, but that's cool. <laughs> he definitely has charisma. 100 percent definitely uh especially for like a smaller guy too yeah i got that bad dog vibe from him from yeah. uh, the raid mm-hmm. yeah obviously it's like a kind of a three-way fight kind of thing so yeah you're gonna compare it to the first raid but certainly pulls off the moves as well like he's got yeah. the slender figure to pull it off yeah, yeah. um i do like Let's how in a suit actually i'm gonna say this for the finale but no he looks pretty good he matches up pretty well with him mm-hmm. um to a point where gosling or six has to like cheat to win yeah in my opinion, this sequence has the best hand-to-hand stuff overall. Yeah, I think it's okay. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't really care for that type of style, personally. I don't like it where it's like... I, I feel like it's too choreographed. Like I don't like it when it's too much of a dance. I know some people like that. Okay. I, don't, I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it more when it's more... Not realistic, but where it's... Gritty. Not, not gritty, but where it just looks like a fight. I don't like it when it's posy, dancey, dancey, which is what this felt like to me. He was very posy. Yeah. He, he did that a lot. That, that's fine. If some people like that, <laughs> yeah. no problem. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I'm not really a big fan of the Matrix movies. Okay. Like, like I, I'm a fan of them, but that's why I don't really like that style because it's very posy, posy, dancey, dancey. So would you say most of the Wu Ping's style is very you dancey, dancey? Yeah. You the thing is, he had a way of making it not look dancey. But then he also did... Go into the dancing. Yeah, he did. Right, that, so he mixed he, it up. He goes from one to yeah, the other. Yeah, he does. Right? Look at Iron Monkey, for example. Yeah. Like there, obviously, there's a lot of wire stuff too. But if you watch it again, there's actually a lot of pretty cool grounded stuff in there too, mm-hmm. like very old school stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but ultimately, that's what he's known for: the dancing. That's yeah. what the general public's gonna think, right? Yeah. Like um, well, one aspect I liked of this particular scene was the um, there was like a purpose to it, like purpose to the action choreography where like. He's obviously going for that medallion thing and they're yeah. doing like keep away and then trying to get it back. So the story aspect of it like played into the choreography. So that's what I kind of mostly liked about it and what yeah. kind of sold me on it. Like I'll, I'll touch on it. Well, actually, I'll just touch on it now. I was going to wait till the end to talk about it, like for the finale because they fight again. Um, I found his choreography very similar to Corey Yoon's choreography. I like the Chase and Statham style. Okay. <laughs> that posy, posy, dancy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> and I'm not really a huge fan of that. Especially like the end fight with him and Anna de Armas, where it's almost like a pose off where they're like, <laughs> and then like they get in these complicated situations, but like their bodies contorts and like pose in these dance moves. Like, and it was very Yoon Woo, not you, Corey Yoon style. Corey Yoon. Yeah, that's why I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I understand it's well done. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a market for it. So. But ultimately, I, like that didn't detract my rating for it. Um, I know people love this scene. I know it is a good scene. I gave it an eight point five. I gave it a nine. I I really enjoyed this scene. Yeah. All right. This leads to the finale. Originally, the title for this finale, I was like, "Craziness in a Croatian castle." And I'm like, "Oh, it's a mansion." The setup. Six in a Miranda. Now Noah Lloyd has taken. Uh, Fitzy and his niece uh, to Croatia. Lily in a rescue mission that uh, leads to uh, Mono Mono Showdown with Six and Lloyd. Lloyd. <laughs> what a great name. Funny thing is, I, I just finished the terminal list when I watched this, and there's like, the ending is pretty much the same. Like, it's a raid 
one man thing. Except he's man got a partner. Yeah. But overall, it's a one man thing. Yeah. Very similar, and they both have the same problems. It's a bit too dark. Hmm. I I felt it was like very, very um, video gamey. It is like you're you're playing the heroine, uh, like and hero, hero, heroine, whatever. Yeah. Heroine's female. Well, well, she's you know it's Anna Armas raiding the place, <laughs> but um, yeah, just like it, it felt very video gamey. It um, it reminded me of Division, <laughs> Division yeah. taking over a fortress. Hell you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, so like it, it was actually like, and and like it, it also like the way she was like packed with her all of her weapons like she's got rocket launchers and all the most like heavy hitter like weapons possible she's like she's more armed than like arnold's predator crew <laughs> yeah predator. well she has so to. pretty awesome yeah. she's smaller than everybody i know i love it and <laughs> i don't know do how it. she would carry all that weight <laughs> uh, yeah. it it was fun but it's i always want to say like i hate saying this but i almost feel like there's too much action in this movie <laughs> Too much going on. Yeah, so we when you finally get to the scene, you're like, oh, I've been through so much. Just saw Danush like dance around. So <laughs> like, I don't know how, what else I can take. Um, because Francis Ford Coppola always talked about this. Um, when he when he made Apocalypse Now, originally the ending was supposed to have another shootout, but he was like, I can't top that because mm-hmm. I just had that giant second act raid stuff. Right. That's why he only had like a quiet ending. And I feel like this movie probably could have done better had. All that stuff was removed. It was just the fountain fight. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, that was the most definitely the most controlled. Like, yeah, I guess you kind of have to do a little build up to it, but yeah, but that the was end, the best part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same with same with like any any uh well tenant. I'm gonna pull up tenant. Like Chris Renault is like great action movie, right? Like it certainly peaked where the whole final sequence like was just so unnecessary. <laughs> like you just couldn't get into it because so much has happened, mm-hmm. so much cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a little bit of a quieter ending, just, you know, yeah. intimate yeah. between well, the, the two guys who we've been following the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, yeah. Um, do you want to just jump to the fight? Like, I don't really have much yeah, to say about all the other the stuff. Fight. Get to the, just the get final, the, the Bushes fight? Yep. Okay, I know there's no actual record of this, I'm, it's a theory, but I full-on believe that the Russo brothers are huge Metal Gear Solid fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see. <laughs> this fight is like, Snake versus Liquid Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid Four. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The music, the even the camera angles, they yeah. they felt like it. The lighting, the, the lighting was like exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. One one thing I I really liked about the the whole fight was um, uh, Chris Lloyd's um reactions to all his injuries. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really get that mostly in like guys trying to be badass movies mm. where like they react to all their major injuries yeah so like i love that he was like selling the yeah, injuries yeah, and like complaining yeah. and bitching about it like it, it added a little bit of a comedic aspect to it but like it just overall just like it, it really encompassed like how much enjoyable <laughs> the actual yeah. fight scene was it was like a wwe match yeah oh <laughs> yeah he's he's really he's going like, for it like the burn on his back yeah um Oh, uh, before I finish this up, uh, back to the Metal Gear Solid thing. Yep. The beginning when he when he kills four and four is like, here, take this. Good luck, six. Vulcan Raven, Solid Snake, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yep. Anyways, back to this fight. So I do, I do, I do like it. I think it's well choreographed. I just wish Chris Evans Lloyd was like more powerful, because ultimately he came off as a bit of a dud. Yeah. In hand to hand, but then 
He does your favorite thing. Yeah, the knife. Pulls out the knife. But he actually but does something with it. <laughs> he does. And he's got a great fucking line. He's like, let's see if the if these moves fuck. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> that line. Yeah, that's his actual oh. exact quote. He's like, let's see if these moves fuck. Once he pulls out the knife. Wow. And then he cuts them up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, if you're going to pull out a knife and do that movie trope, Put a good line in front of it. Put a good line and actually have him do something with it. Because yeah. a lot of times the knife is disposed so quickly. Yeah, yeah. He cuts up Gosling like three different, three, four dimes. So yeah. Yeah. My only complaint about this sequence was Gosling was, again, in God mode. Like He really never was in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. He's basically Vin Diesel, but pretty. <laughs> yeah. But, let's be honest. Um, But uh, I, I did like it. It... It's funny because I, I think part of the reasons why the Danush sequence and this sequence stand out so much is because it's after we had Gosling running on a CGI train. Mm-hmm. So then when you have like a really grounded thing, it's like, whoa, it pops. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like wearing a red so shirt. That was their goal all along. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like wearing a colored shirt at an Asian club. You know? Because <laughs> Asians, they will wear either white or black. You wear a, red, wear a red shirt. Whoa! Who's this guy? Hey! <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. This um, was a sequence where I was actually going to bring up the whole drone thing that you talked about with ambulance. Like, yeah. they, they had a lot of these mm. shots in there. Like, And it actually looked really cool. Like, when he was following Evans up and he's running into him, he's like, he figured out, oh, this is a distraction kind of thing. And then him jumping off and then them zooming in. So, um, so really cool camera stuff, but I guess maybe it came from ambulance first. I'm going to look into that. Like the actual timelines of filming. Like, I'm not sure they filmed it. Could have been at the same time. Maybe. It could have been the same time, but the thing is for them to copy ambulance, it would have to have been shooting after it came out and it came out this year. So I don't think they copied it, yeah, but no one watched ambulance. I didn't even think the Russo's watching. <laughs> ambulance is sick, man. <laughs> Chris Ryan watched. Um, final rating out of 10 for these guys for the finale yeah like rating us overall like you can cut out the Danush stuff I didn't really care for it I kind of like the tug of war stuff that was okay it had a lot of that posing you were talking about but yep uh, overall I gave it a 8 yeah I gave it a 7.5 solid ending solid ending yep all right next up yeah sorry I just it it was a little anticlimactic how like Gosling didn't even kill him it was like that girl that came in out of nowhere so yeah i don't even know her name <laughs> jessica henwick, jessica henwick. <laughs> no like her character name yeah i don't know her name. no idea all right uh we got some fun categories uh radar hero six sierra six don't give him a number six though no i gave him a nine yeah i like them i really like them a lot <laughs> i felt he was <laughs> he could have fit right into the marvel universe the way he was written because he's very quippy and sarcastic and sardonic a little bit yeah in, in the whole leslie nielsen kind of way which you kind of blew my mind when you brought that up because like yeah it's like that was leslie it's nielsen leslie the nielsen. way he was delivering everything this is young leslie nielsen yeah that's was, that was the perfect the naked gun no, I don't have much more to say about it. I, I thought he was very well casted, yeah. very funny, very yeah. likable. Yeah, he's likable. Like, in a criminal kind of guy. I would even say himself. I actually like him more than Ryan Reynolds at this point because I'm kind of played out on Reynolds <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, so it, it was refreshing to have someone underplay versus overplay. This is like Gosling really doing his first full-on action kind of role, right? So yeah, it's cool to see. All right. Yeah, that's true. I guess Nice Guys isn't really an action movie. No. <laughs> it's an action movie, but he's not the action star. 
What about the other Reffin movie? Not not Drive. Only God Forgives? Yeah. Great yeah. movie. Yeah, you love that one. <laughs> Alright, next up, Raider Villain Lloyd. I gave him a ten. I, I gave him a ten <laughs> as well. I love him. I I want to see a prequel. I want stash. I I was sad when he died. Did you have invincible vibes? Invincible. I didn't get invincible vibes. No, no. like you know the the, the, the guy, the, the dad. comic. Yeah, yeah. The dad. The, the dad. No, yeah. I didn't get. It's just the haircut. Or, uh, and his the stash. Look. Okay, yeah, the stash. Yeah, a little bit, the yeah. haircut. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah, not nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Just the way he talked too. He was like basically Captain America. <laughs> yeah, he's a giant douche. Like, it was like his uh, Johnny Storm mixed with his knives. <laughs> that kind of guy. It mixed with um, uh, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, very yeah. Scott Pilgrim. Yes, yeah. very Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, or even uh, not another teen movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's douchey in there too. Yeah, I really, I like him more. I like him more as a douche. He's a great douche. The thing is, I forgot he played douches because we, we only think of Captain America, right? Yeah, That's he's like so straight edge. Yeah, which he's not. It doesn't seem like it at all. <laughs> um, okay, uh, moving on to top three badass moments. Yep. You want to start? Okay. I um, Number three, I have the noosh doing kind of like a pretty respectable Donnie Yen kick in the three-way fight. What kick is it? It's the spinning back. Or I don't know what you call it officially, but you know the Donnie Yen spinning. But what is it? <laughs> There's, it has a lot of names, so I'm curious what you call it. Uh, I'm gonna call it the spinning back kick with both legs in the air kind of thing. Uh, well, you, well, I would call it a jumping spinning sidekick. Okay. Or you just call it jumping spinning back kick. Okay. One or the other. Okay. Yeah. That one. All right. Uh, <laughs> Number three, I actually give it to Lloyd. Mm-hmm. It's when he goes to, uh, when Six is trapped in the well, and the guy's like, where's my money? And Lloyd doesn't even look at him, just shoots him three times in the chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then actually the, the shot of him afterwards as well, just his reaction is like, well, it just happened. <laughs> so yeah, 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 the whole, yeah, I get that. Perfect. Perfection. Mine's a small thing. I don't know why I liked it so much, but in the plane sequence, it's just Gosling kind of climbing up the plane to jump over the Jeep that's about to roll over and cr- uh, crush him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a small little thing, but it, it felt really realistic in the way it was shot and the way Gosling was moving about the plane with it breaking apart. So I like that. I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, I put uh, six headbutts a punch in the final yeah, fight. That, that was awesome. <laughs> From a like three-fingered guy. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, your fingers hurt, Lloyd? <laughs> I'm from New York. Every line in that, oh, I love it. I'm from New York. I that's just want them to talk the whole movie. That's that's why I sound like this. Can we get like a sequel where they just talk? Or you just watch the nice or a guys. Prequel. Just watch the nice guys. <laughs> it's just the same character talking all the yeah. time. Uh, what's your number one? My number one was uh, it's actually a really random goon uh, in the trolley train sequence. Sorry. Uh, that van that kind of slams into the trolley, but then the guy jumps out of the sliding door into the train. He's a, kind of a random goon. You don't really even know his name or know I, nothing about him. I thought he was the guy that Matt Damon fights in Born Ultimatum for like two seconds. Could have looked like him. Could have looked I like had him. to like pause it. Yeah. Like, no, that's not him. Yeah, he gets a little bit of a showcase. <laughs> like, yeah. It was a really cool like actual move in, to get into the train. But even his moves were like, really similar to that guy yeah. <laughs> in Born Ultimatum. Had the same look, yeah. Like the same move where he'd slap the gun out of his hand, where he trapped the arm and slapped it. It's the same thing. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> did they hire that guy just for this? <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah. I can double check. 
Uh, number one, same sequence. I went with six looks at the reflection to shoot a guy. Yeah, really cool. All right. Did, um, so I don't know if it was my TV or whatever, but did you feel like some sequences the the sound was off or like the the sound editing or just the sound effects themselves were like did not have the strong effect? No, no, I didn't notice. Okay, it may have been my TV then. Okay, didn't notice. All right, a uh, bunch of fun categories for everybody. Uh, keep it simple at first. Best action scene. What are you going to go with? <laughs> I actually had a hard time to <laughs> pinpoint because it, it was almost like they were all really good, but none really great. Yeah, nothing s- stands out. So I, I tried to find one that was like great as a whole where I generally enjoyed from beginning to end, and I went with the Bangkok sequence. Bangkok? Okay. Because... Um, yeah, it looks fake, but it, it also felt like a Hitman mission, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> a video game sequence. So I went with that one. Okay. I'm going to go with the three-way fight in the uh, little hospital thing. All right, next up we have, uh, is this movie better with Scott Atkins, Scott Eastwood, or Frank Grillo? <laughs> Frank Grillo, for sure. <laughs> he's part of their, like, he's a Russo bro for life. Yeah. I... I think Frank Grillo is going to be the villain in the sequel. How can he not be? I, I, I'm almost willing to bet money on that. <laughs> um, this is the such main a, villain or like the henchman, the main. I, henchman I think the guy. main villain. I think he is. Yeah. And uh, for once in my life, I'm actually going to say this movie's not better with Scott Eastwood or Scott Atkins. Finally. Um, <laughs> only because like there's so much going on. Like there's really no room for either of them, right? I think Scott Atkins would like outshine him a little too much <laughs> with his movements. Yeah, if and I big if uh, if I were you know if I really wanted Scott Eastwood in this movie I would have given him Lloyd, but no. Chris Evans is perfect. No, get out of here. I think it would work because you hate Scott Eastwood, <laughs> so you're just gonna hate him more. You're like, Ugh. Ugh. yeah, make a whole movie just yeah, so for that you. I can hate it. Just Troll for you. Trolly. Just for you. Um. Okay. Next category. If this was made in the '80s, '90s, who would star in it? Now, here's the thing. I'll give you my initial pick, then I'll give you my real pick. Okay. My initial pick was Arnold, because it's basically Eraser, right? It's going to be Arnold's. It's not. It's not my final pick. I'm saying that was my initial pick. But then I thought long and hard about it, and I found someone better. But who do you pick? Give me some time. You just do this. Just do it right right now. All right. All right. So for Gosling, I'm going to go JCVD on this one. <laughs> so out of left field. I'm okay. going with it. That's fine. I'm I going like with it. it. I love it. Yeah. Like he, I love yeah, it. He's got a lot of quips, but he doesn't have like a lot of long monologues or dialogues, so he doesn't have to, you know, worry about his French accent. Can you do one of his lines in JCVD's accent? <laughs> Give me a line that he says. How are your fingers, Lloyd? <laughs> Hurt your fingers, Lloyd? How are your fingers, Lloyd? <laughs> or uh, Wait, the, I don't know. The, it I really leans Lloyd. I don't. I can't even do it. It really, okay. yeah. All right. It really leans Lloyd. Can you do it? Oh, think of Street Fighter. Think of Street Fighter. It really leans Lloyd. Lloyd. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded kind of Indian. Sorry. <laughs> you sounded like you're from uh, Pakistan. <laughs> well, that's okay. Okay. So, uh, I, I, so I got JCVD. Okay. And then I got Wesley Snipes as Lloyd. That's funny because I actually chose Wesley Snipes. Oh, did as Lloyd. you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But who? For what role? As Lloyd? Lloyd. Oh. 
Because I was thinking of Demolition Man, yeah. which I want to cover next, actually. And, uh, That'd be awesome. And I'm like, oh, man, he's perfect because he's basically black Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think anyone's ever said that. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is black Chris Evans. <laughs> All right. Who's your uh, six? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell and Wesley Snipes. All right. Mm, not bad. That's not a good bad. combo. Not bad. Really good combo. Yeah. He's got the look. They're both. He's got the quid. They're both goddamn sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was fun. All right. Next category. Totally new. Like, can we can we uh, cast some of the other ones? Sure. Who do you want? All right. Anna the Armist, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'd probably go with Demi Moore or like Demi Moore? Nicole Kidman. Okay. Oh, this is from the 90s, right? Okay. Yeah. Can I do Sharon Stone in this role? Sure. I want to see her do like a Whatever full you on want. action. <laughs> Whatever you want. This is make believe. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing Sharon Stone. Sure. I guess that's um, the only role we want. Oh, you know what? You know how I'm gonna go with the '90s? Lily Sobieski. <laughs> <laughs> what happened okay. to her? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that actress. All right, another new category I made up: uh, the Shia LaBeouf Award for Toughest White Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about real life Shia LaBeouf or movie Shia LaBeouf? Both, because he was a tough guy in the Task Collector, and then tough guy in real life when he tried to fight Alec Baldwin. So right. Shia LaBeouf award for toughest white guy in the movie. <laughs> Who do you? The um, what's his face? The guy that knows like every language in the world um, from the initial opening sequence. Oh, uh, Callum. Callum. I was gonna go with him, but he got dispatched too easily. I went with Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah, he's pretty bad. He's pretty tough. He's never scared. He's just kind of... <laughs> All right. <laughs> kind of loco. <laughs> um, peak Meridians. For anyone here? No. I don't have anything for anything. Maybe... No. I was going to say Netflix action movies, but I think Extraction. No, Extraction is better. Yeah, that's yeah. actually one of my questions I was going to ask you. Like, what do you... What would you watch more? This or Extraction? But I do think it's a people Meridian for like two pretty white guys, like fighting. <laughs> yeah. Can you think of another better combo of two really two white guys, pretty yeah, white guys white fighting? Guys? I can't. Uh, Dolph Lundgren and John Van Damme, Universal Soldier. I don't know. Mm, European. <laughs> <laughs> what they have to be American white guys? <laughs> I uh, maybe maybe I should clarify two like pretty boy white guys okay, fighting. Pretty boy white guys. Pretty boy white guys. Yeah, this is the. Peak Meridians for that. Like, the, two, like two pretty boys yeah, at the peak of their careers. When are you going to get this good looking of a final fight? At the peak of their careers, too. Yeah. Really, if you think about it. Yeah. Where This is like their blank check. They're like, hey, I just want to do this movie. Get me in this movie. Okay. In my favorite category, can Ryan Gosling, the star of the movie, beat up Steven Seagal in real life? From the movie. So it's his nope. character? Real life. Real life? Real life, no, Ryan Gosling. Can't. Not real life Steven Seagal. No, Breaker High. He's not gonna break. <laughs> he's not gonna break off anything from Steven Seagal. I'm gonna say he could. But hear me out. Wait, wait. Steven Seagal in his peak. Yep. Okay. Hear me out. And it's Ryan Gosling in his peak too. Hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> Ryan Gosling actually trains Muay Thai. Okay, you can train Muay Thai. How you know? What's his level? What's oh his yeah. Level? Well, Steven Seagal trains like dancing around, waving your arm. <laughs> And that shit only works when you're a lot bigger than a guy and against people who don't know he's, how to fight. He is pretty bigger than Gosling, though. Mm, Gosling's pretty... Well, taller. Like, like, taller. Know, but I'm going to... I honestly think... 
No, I'm saying Pete Seagal when he's like skinny and tall. But he even then he was like he seemed like thicker. No, no, no. He was skinny. Okay. Google it. He he was like pretty skinny, <laughs> like hard to kill. He was like skinny and tall. I'm gonna flat out say it. Like I honestly think Gosling can beat up Steven Seagal in a fight, in an actual fight. So like he keep it standing and like just like chop him down. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> keep distance. I honestly think anyone who has any combat training, like legit combat training, can be, <laughs> beat up Steven Seagal. Personally, unless how much train is Gosling? Unless you're him? actually unless you're like a lot smaller than him, you know what I mean, or weaker than him. But the thing is, Gosling is obviously strong. He's huge. He's a big dude. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like Seagal would have any trouble with anyone who has like size on him and like some training. And he's athletic. Like <laughs> Gosling's athletic too. That's another thing they're throwing into it. Okay. Yeah. Even though on the last episode, I think uh, Seagal can beat up Jet Li, but I don't think he can beat up Ryan Gosling. That was just like a size difference thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a yeah. size thing. But like, they're not the same size, but Gosling's like pretty, pretty fucking big, man. But is it like movie big or is it like actual strength where like he could actually use it? You know I think he's pretty big. Huh? I always thought he like ballooned. Well, not balloon, but like I always felt that his muscle mass just jumped over the years. Like right around when he like did who, that. Like who looked bigger in this movie? I, I felt Lloyd looked bigger. Or Chris Evans a little bit. I thought bigger. Chris Evans looked so skinny in this movie. It's more of his outfits because they were trying to do. No, I know. I, I saw him. Look, I found him really small in this movie, especially if you look at Captain America. He doesn't work out as much oh, yeah. anymore. Obviously, you're not going to compare him to that. Like Chris Evans, is, he's got a nice skinny frame. That's why he looks good on camera, right? But if you look at him, he's not a big guy. Like he's got the frame, but like he looked pretty skinny in this movie. <laughs> Whereas Gosling, he's like jacked. <laughs> he's actually has muscle mass. So that's my argument. Here's another thing I'm going to throw in. I think Steven Seagal can beat up Chris Evans. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give him that. <laughs> but I think Ryan Gosling can beat up Steven Seagal. <laughs> maybe that's my hot God, take. Why, do, why am I giving credit to Steven Seagal? I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's my hot take. Is it a hot take? I don't think it is because I feel like I feel like you know the people have realized what Steven Seagal is. Hate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know what would be funny? When we when we do Demolition uh, Man next. Yes. Like, this question comes up. Can Stallone beat up Steven Seagal? We'll get we'll kill, we'll, Yeah, we'll no win. spoilers. No spoilers. Because I have my Can thoughts. Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think about it. You it's think. too method. <laughs> you got to think about that. You got to think long and hard. Yeah. Um, so, overall, any uh, last thoughts on the movie? No, I'm actually really happy for this mini universe they're creating, mm-hmm. which is cool because I know they're doing the extra- the same thing with Extraction. It's like two Netflix action universes, yeah. and we need that. The world needs that. that. You gotta milk that cow. We freaking need it. <laughs> we need it. But I don't. I, I don't think the pe- prequel or whatever they're doing is about Lloyd, though. No, right. it's they haven't said it. They said it's going to be a sequel and a spinoff. They didn't say spin-off. prequel. They okay. didn't say sequel no one said spin-off. prequel. Only you said prequel. All right. You just kept Initially, saying, everyone thought it was going to be like no. a, something about Lloyd, but then yeah, once about you saw him in this movie, you're like, yeah, he can't be the main guy. It's probably going to be like the lone wolf guy. Probably. Like spinoff you, could be the lone wolf. Or a spinoff could be about Anna Darmus. Yeah, but I don't think so. Anna Darmus has two action movies coming <laughs> where she's the star. If anything, it's a lone wolf because everybody's like, he's so cool. Give him a movie. R-R-R. No, I want Billy Bob Thornton's backstory. I want that prequel. Maybe they should make it and have you play young uh, Billy Bob Wait, Thornton. there's... We know two Sierras, or, like, two in that... So there's one, two, three, 
and then five left. Mm. Uh. Do you want to play one of the Sierras? No. <laughs> hey, that should be a new category. It's like, is this movie better if Peter replaced one of the characters? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The noosh did do a thing that I did in one of your movies. The way he held the medallion with it like tangled through his finger and he just yeah. let it free. Yeah. Watch our or can can they watch? Can anyone watch the movie? Probably. <laughs> put it up. Put it up. On but uh, that'll be another fun category. Is like, is this movie better if Peter replaced one of the actors? <laughs> Only when to get my ass kicked. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no <laughs> for this one, but in future ones it might be. <laughs> I want to play anything that Bradley Allen played. I'll be that. Um, so what do you? Uh, we're gonna jump ship here only because it's Russo Brothers. What do you think about uh, the uh, MCU lineup? The the announcement all the, of all announcements? the movies. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Like, it, yeah, yeah. Phase four, I was like, you know, a little down on and everything, but now that you get an end game in a way, where like you, you the feel, Kang Dynasty. Yeah, you you feel they're actually building up to something. Like, is it cool? It's Destin. Daniel Cretton yep. directing yep. Kang the Dynasty. Kang Dynasty. I don't know if he's directing the next one, but he's directing that one. That one, which is cool because Kang Dynasty sounds like a Chinese movie. Yeah, Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> Kang. Yeah. King. Kin. Would it be cool if it's like? It? Do you think uh, Simi Lu Shang-Chi will be like the leader of the Avengers? Maybe in that one, <laughs> or like the focal point character, uh, like the main one that you follow along with, because they did announce another Shang-Chi movie. There's there is one. There's there is one, but it's not in that lineup. Yeah, we don't know when. Yeah, he could show up at any time though. Like who knows, really? Yeah, I'd rather have another Shang Chi movie before that. Yeah. It kind of I I wouldn't want one Shang Chi movie. Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the whole Daredevil thing? Like eighteen episodes. Like yeah, what, is, what are they doing with eighteen? Episodes? It was a bit much. <laughs> I'd rather have like eight or like even six. But like. <laughs> I, I read something and I kind of agree with it. Like it, it could be a thing where like they're doing a couple episodes on Daredevil, double couple episodes on um, Jessica Jones, oh, okay. and then Luke Cage because apparently those guys are gonna yeah. come in. So it's not even Daredevil; it's yeah. just so defenders. it might be just like the defenders and like rebuilding that without Iron Fist. <laughs> well, that that's kind of like what Disney has been doing, which is kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. Where it, they say it's about this character, like for example. I actually like Hawkeye, so it's not really a complaint. I like but, Hawkeye. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's Hawkeye, but then it's Kate Bishop most of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch the show because it's Star Wars. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but Obi-Wan. Like, it's not even about him. It's about, like, another character. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and apparently, they did it on all the other shows. Like, it's just, yeah. they say it's about this person, and then it's billed off some new character. So, what, who knows? What would you say is your favorite of the Disney Plus TV shows? Probably Hawkeye. Hawkeye overall, yeah? More than Loki? Mm, I really I like Captain Loki and Hawkeye. I like Captain the Winter Soldier, too. Really, I I didn't like that one. I like that one. I did. Just I like that up until the I, last I liked episode. It, how it started, but the just the ending. Of yeah, the last episode really. was pretty <laughs> wonky. Yeah, but um, I read or I watched the video on YouTube and I went down a rabbit hole. You know, basically what's happening is they're holding off until they can use the X Men. And uh, this YouTuber guy kind of might have, it's a theory, but it's a rumor like people are close to the quote-unquote source. The reason why they can't use the X-Men is because the, the actors are actually contracted to play them, meaning it's in their contract where if um, when they were with Fox, if they make another X-Men movie, they have to play that character. So when does that expire? <laughs> 2025. Oh, which, which makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's when... when Secret yeah. Wars. Yeah. 
And that's when in the the universes collide and create a new one. Okay, yeah. You want to link all those conspiracy theories together, yeah? It but makes it makes sense, sense though, right? Timeline-wise, like, yeah. Yeah, timeline-wise and just... Um, if, you look about, if you think about it, that's why Storm, Alexander Ship, that actress, when uh, MCU bought... When Disney bought Fox, she's like, let's do it. And she's like, ha, ah, they're not going to recast because she knew yeah. in her contract. Like there was um, some recent pictures of Halle Berry and she's got like this new hairdo that kind of looks like something that Storm would wear. So I thought like, hey, they're they're gonna do like a Halle Berry cameo in something soon, but who knows if that goes on. But if you look at some, if you Google it, like some pictures of recently of uh, Halle Berry on set, mm-hmm. she has that like Storm hairdo kind of. Well, it way. it seems like they want to use the OG cast. They don't want to use the new guys. That's why they're holding yeah, off. Yeah, they'd love to bring Hugh Jackman back. Yeah, <laughs> of course. They're, and uh, it's not uh, gonna happen. Uh, Patrick Stewart. That's why he was in that one-off thing. Um, but they're waiting until 2025. Like, yeah. I don't want to say it, but like, he could be dead by then. Yeah. Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Well, they could still use him because they want to use him. You, you know what I mean? But like James McAvoy, for example, it's in his contract. Yeah. And the Magneto, this and that. And that's why that's why they're going fast with Deadpool because they want to use Ryan Reynolds. They're not going to recast him. All right, if you're casting your X-Men, would you want... Professor X as Patrick Stewart or um, what's his face? McAvoy. <laughs> McAvoy. I neither. I want Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> oh, I could see him more as Magneto though. No, no, no. I think he's a better Professor X, and I want Idris Elba as Magneto. It's not gonna happen, but that's my dream cast. Wow, look at you going diverse. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think it suits perfectly. It's just. Because the thing about Magneto was the whole Nazi thing, right? But with our current timeline, yeah, Rwanda, Switch it. Mm. Rwanda massacre, mm. you know, or good. anything that's going on in Africa right now. <laughs> There's always something going on. Anything in America. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, that's my dream guy. It's not gonna happen, but we'll see. Um, as for all the others, like you know, my Cyclops is uh, Ross Butler. Yeah. I want Anya Taylor Joy as my Jean Grey. Yeah. Um, Wolverine could be anyone. Like, honestly, I don't really care. Like, some new young Turner. actor. It doesn't matter. Anyone. I really like the guy from uh, Stranger Things. The the, the Darcy. Main... Darcy or Daker or whatever. Da- the guy that the, I know the, you're talking about. The douchey brother Billy. of uh, the redhead girl. Billy. Yeah, Billy. Yeah. Yeah, I think he would make a. Hey, good he's Wolverine. perfect. He's but, got that build. But I honestly think. Anyone can be Wolverine. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a well-known, established guy. It could be just some... But, like, everyone... Yeah. You know the stupid internet is going to, like, shit all over whoever yeah. gets casted. So. Well, that's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, even when Hugh Jackman was cast, everybody shat on him until they saw it. They're like, whoa. There's, like, gravitas to this guy. Yeah. Which is what ultimately... He's too matters. tall! Yeah. He is. It should have been Duke Gray Scott. Well, it was supposed to be Bob Hoskins at one point. <laughs> Whatever happened to Drew Gray Scott? <laughs> uh, that is for another episode of Ethan on Action. This has been a long one. Well, that is it for this episode of Ethan on Action. Thanks for tuning in. Check out our YouTube page. We will be back with Demolition Man. And you will get our takes on whether or not Sylvester Stallone can beat up Steven Seagal. Bye.